0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another week of the Ugly Podcast here with Dylan Weber, Coach DeBray, Matt DeBerry, and a special guest, Dog Post's newest member, Bad Brad Morris. Welcome, Brad, to the podcast.
1: Hey, guys. What's going on, guys? So happy to have Brad here.
0: Well, guys, we wanted to start today talking about Nike's new ad campaign. No, we're just kidding. We're not going to get into that. We're going to start off with... <laughs> Matt's new favorite thing, Eminem's album that just
1: came out. Matt, what do you think? I I mean, it's fire. At 45 years old, uh, he's the greatest rapper of all time, and he uh, gave the world a big gift last Friday night. He just said, you know what, world? Here's 13 brand-new songs for you all to enjoy, and I've been bumping the album ever since. He takes, uh, Well, my favorite part is he's taking shots and hating on all these new rappers out there. Uh, Dylan, you know, I don't know any of these young cats, but... I, I enjoyed seeing and hearing Eminem go at all these fake artists and fake rappers out there. Eminem's the best, and if you go at him, he's going to come at you 10 times harder, and that's what he did in his album. So I know I'm a big fan. I grew up listening to Eminem. I think the man's crazy, but he's a crazy genius at the same time. So 45 years old, Eminem, brand new album. If you're into rap music, go check it out because it's pretty awesome. Have you all heard any of it? Care I, at all?
0: I'm not going to lie. I thought it was uh, not very good. <laughs> Oh
2: my gosh! Did. I, I um, much like the Beatles, Eminem was much better before he quit drugs.
1: <laughs> he definitely, he definitely was better sober. Eminem, I, I still think is great. Um, it's not Eminem of two thousand or oh three or yeah. I mean, he was the greatest. He is still the greatest rapper of all time. But at forty five years old, you can only do so much, you know, with people taking you seriously. But I think it. I think it went well. I'm still still bumping it, um, Dylan. I don't know who you listen to. The, the young young thugs, Kodak Blacks, uh, Cardi B, whatever they're bumping at Sanford Stadium the other day, which was awful. They should. Have oh my god,
0: plan. that what was terrible. Was that? So most of the people who are listening have not seen Matt interact with recruits, but I one time watched him talk to three different recruits, asking him asking him what rappers they were listening to. And when they were saying, like, the new guys, like, um, yeah, like the Young Thugs or the Little Pump, Matt would get all disgusted and be like, what, you're not listening to Jeezy and Eminem? And they were just like, no, (laughs) this is, like, this is 20 years past their time. Like, what?
1: Well, Dylan, you're supposed to help me out with that stuff. None of these guys are better than Jeezy or T.I. Or or my man Ludacris, I think, Brad Singh on Friday night, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We,
0: We get to that in a little bit.
1: Well, but the, I don't know any of these young rappers, but what I do know is that Eminem just destroyed half of their careers. So that was, that was a big deal to me. So that yeah, was the it big news. Like,
2: it sounds to me like you're going to be on the right side of history when it comes to mumble rap. <laughs> proud <of you> <laughs> <You
0: cannot.
1: laughs> oh man. But, um, moving right along it, before Georgia plays South Carolina for everyone listening, go check out the Eminem album. Just make sure your kids aren't around to listen to it. Uh, but it's good stuff. So moving right along, um, you want to talk some uh, uh, opening game against Austin P, forty-five to nothing domination uh, over uh, the Generals, the Governors. The Governors, the governors. Yeah. gotta get that right. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. It was. Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, uh, was there any weakness on the team that you guys saw? I mean, they had to shorten the fourth quarter because it got so bad. But I mean, what did you guys see out of it?
0: Well, I thought it was kind of like I had never seen a college football game shortened. Like even by five minutes, and I was like, when they announced it, I was just like, "What?" Like I didn't. Everybody even know that was had a, the same reaction. I did not know what that was a thing.
2: Um, but I mean, awesome P guys. The
0: generals, the generals were getting. No, they're the governors. Killed. They're the they governors. Falling man.
1: out. The governors slash generals. Uh, but, <laughs> but I mean, I I thought the defensive line uh, maybe could have played better. If there's one weakness on the defense, yeah, especially going hit, into hit South hit Carolina. If you want to get nitpicky, the defensive line, I still think, needs to play a little better. I'm not overall super impressed with South Carolina's offensive line. I do like other parts of their team, and we'll talk about that later. So I don't think, you know, Georgia's defensive line is going to get manhandled or anything like that. But it does look that they took a step back. I know it's one game against Austin P., but I would like to see them get after it maybe a little bit more. But maybe I'm over, I'm, maybe I'm thinking too much about it.
0: I feel like the good thing about how Georgia's defense goes is that it's not super reliant on the defensive line, that their job is mostly just to fill holes, hold the edge, fill gaps. And if they can at least do that, then they just leave it to the linebackers to do the rest. And I mean, I think the linebackers look great. Um, You got a good rotation of four middle linebackers. Uh, You got a bunch of young guys, good guys on the edge. So as long as they can just Maintain the edge and just fill in the gap and force the guys outside and let them make the plays and I think it'll be all right. Yeah,
2: Brad, what I'll tell do you think you, happened? I tell you one thing I saw that was really really impressive, both pregame and in the game, was that damn punter y'all have. Good gracious!
0: Oh, the that, pr- Jake
2: Camarda, Jake
0: Camarda. Yeah.
2: crazy. And he was pregame. He was uh, Matt and I were on the field and he was kicking pooches inside the five yard line like. Back to back to
1: back to back to back. He's got a big leg. Um, I was able to scout him for a couple years now, and that kid can boom it, um, definitely. So, I mean, whether it's kicking or punting, I mean, he's got a lot of muscle in that leg, and uh, I think he's going to be a big-time weapon. So that was a strong point. I agree with you, Brad. I do think that was a little uh, impressive, and I think he's going to be the guy moving forward that Georgia fans are going to be seeing a lot punting and you know, maybe on kickoffs, kicking the ball and all that after Rodrigo. Um, anyone yep. else stand out for uh, for you guys that you thought played well or maybe impressed you a little bit?
0: Um, I Elijah Holyfield. That one run he had, I don't know if you saw it. You left a little early. Um, but, my God, he just – I mean, he bounced it out wide, dodged several guys. I i mean, we had seen it with him in some garbage time last year, but I wasn't really sure if it was going to translate as well when he moved into the – like, as one of the uh, starting running backs. But, I mean, he I thought he looked great. And same with DeAndre Swift. I mean – it looks like they haven't skipped
1: the beat there. Uh, DeAndre Swift definitely looked good. Elijah, um, yeah, he, he's a guy who can run over you a little bit and get those tough yards. It was good to see him break a few ankles and miss guys in space. If he can do that on a consistent basis, he's going to be really tough to stop. Um, one James thing Cook
2: that, had a great yeah. game.
0: Yeah, up, up, up until the, the bone crushing hit that he laid down. I think that kid's still seeing stars. I
1: finally saw that the other day. I was uh, driving in Milton, so I missed it. But I heard it on the radio, but he hit that kid pretty good. Yep.
2: That was bad. You can hear it on the field. It was, it was.
1: And that's going to be bad. He was going to get touches in the first half of South Carolina. There's no doubt. They need all those backs. It's going to be super hot. Brad, you live out there. You know how hot it can get. You need running backs. So he was going to get touches in the first half, no doubt. But he'll definitely be fresh for the second half. But it does hurt a little bit. Yeah.
2: They call Columbia famously hot. It's like the city's expression. Right. And uh, it's called that for a reason. I don't know what the deal is, y'all, but
1: Well, I'll be in the press here. box. I, I got some AC, so I'm not too worried about it. You guys are going to have to deal with it uh, taking those pictures. Um, real quick, we, we did notice something new for this team last year when someone had a big turnover. They got the shoulder spikes. Yeah, right? was, so
0: the Savage Pads.
1: They got the Savage Pads, the shoulder spikes, and that was pretty cool. But that, was, that was there last year though, but the, the the, bone. They, they got the dog bone now, yeah I saw DeAndre Swift uh, or, excuse me Deandre Walker recovered the fumble earlier in the game. he's walking around with the pads and the bone. I got a whole bunch of texts from my buddies who absolutely hate Georgia, and they're getting on me. they're like, oh, they got the pads now they got the bone. what you know what the hell's going on? You can't have two, and I agree two is too much. What do you guys say? Yeah, the shoulder spikes or the dog bone, Brad, what do you say
2: um I didn't get a chance to see the bone.
1: It's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty. It's, it's a big I, thing. They just hold it up. It, I mean, it's a cool little dog bone. Not really little, but it was a solid size walking around with. But, um,
2: I'm, I'm of the thought that the more props on the sideline, the better.
1: The more, the better, huh?
2: I think y'all need uh, – we need thrones, like Boise <laughs> State. We need I, – I mean, we just need all sorts of stuff, pyrotechnics, everything. Go My ball. Kennesaw
1: State yeah. owls have uh, the plank. Uh, which pack? is which is really cool. They got the plank. Um, so go Al's big loss against Georgia State in the opener. But, but I mean, what do you say, Dylan? Do you, you like the the spikes? Do you like the bone? You like both, or is it too much?
0: Um, I like the bone more just because it's a little more fitting for Georgia. The savage patch, I don't like. I don't hate them. I don't know where they came from. I'm just still a little confused at how that kind of came about.
1: It was cool because the first time you saw them, it was Davin Bellamy.
0: That and was Lorenza cool. Carter yeah. Repping
1: them at Notre Dame, and that was a big moment. I mean, yeah, and, and I mean, over at Dog Post, we got great pictures of both those guys wearing the shoulder spikes, and it was really cool. But it, it, the dog bone is cooler. There's no I doubt think about so.
0: it. Yeah. And but and I I'm kind of against Brad. I think you can't have a bunch. I'm kind of about the, the power techniques, the fire. That would be cool. But <laughs> Just if shoot, we're shoot talking fireworks on the yeah. sidewalk. like but turn like, like turnover flames, woo. Let's um, let's take it a step further. We need
2: something for like when players do something really stupid. We need have <laughs> props to shame them as well. Well, th- that's I what Tennessee that That's
0: what Tennessee had the trash can for, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. Tennessee
2: needs more trash
0: cans.
1: <laughs> That was i like your idea though brad maybe they have to wear a brian evans jersey or something one of the worst players to ever wear the red and black but he played a bunch of years ago but he was awful but yeah i, I like that idea if you do something bad or you have a penalty um you you gotta rock something on the sidelines so you get back out there and do something but um i'll so call yeah, Kirby your and work on that let's do it i know you guys are, are really good buds so let's figure yeah. that out um right. so we, we got the dog bone talked about all that um anything else uh it, Anything else from the Austin P game that you guys want to talk about or you want to jump into some recruiting?
2: I'll just say that Georgia looked very uh, – they looked well-rounded. I didn't see any weaknesses, and uh, we'll get into it later. But as a fan of a different school, it quite frankly does not um, – I'm not very excited about our chances.
1: But we'll talk more because I, I like South Carolina's team. I, I have a lot of friends who are South Carolina guys. My old boss, big South Carolina fan – And a lot of South Carolina fans feel really good about this game. I know uh, in 2012, I've heard that that was the loudest Williams-Brice Stadium's ever been when Georgia uh, came into South Carolina and one of the hottest teams in the country and pretty much got their ass kicked. Ace Sanders had the big punt return to really put the dagger in Georgia in that 2012 season. And the place went nuts. And I've been told that a lot of South Carolina fans are feeling the same way they feel good about this game. They think they can pull the upset. Always tough to play over there. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, Dylan, what do you want to talk about now?
0: You Recruiting? To, yeah, let's get into some croutin'.
1: Um, You went up to Rhode Island to see four-star tackle Xavier Truss, one of the biggest human beings I've ever seen in my life. You went up there to see him. What did you think about him?
0: Well, I mean, just get, wait until you get a chance to see him in person. Um, if you listened last week, you know that I had – extremely high expectations for him and he about he honestly exceeded them like i was expecting him to to kick some ass but like i mean he was just it was kind of like as if you put like a like a high school senior in like a third grade pop Warner game like that's that's honestly like what it looked like
1: was he i mean i know he was the biggest guy on the field was it by a mile
0: The kid that was probably the second biggest um, was the left guard actually next to him, and I think he was 6'1", 6'2". Yeah, so he was like a – he was ginormous. Because, I mean, he's huge just regardless, but then when you put him in Rhode Island football, like, it just is so – like, it just exponentiates so much. And I I put this up on Twitter, but I was going to try and count how many pancakes he had, um, and they only played a half. But I just stopped after he had three in one game, and there was one, in one play,
1: game or one play. I'm oh, sorry,
0: one play. Sorry, one play. Right. Um, and did they
1: did they throw the ball a lot, or was he just no? Run? It was all
0: straight running. Okay, was, yeah. there were some throws, but I, they just kind of ran behind him the whole time.
1: Right, that's still a big question mark at half for him. But obviously, the size is there. If he can be developed, I mean, Dylan, he should be able to turn into. A, that a pretty solid lineman down the road. I mean, is that yeah, correct?
0: I mean, yeah, he's athletic, and especially for 6'7", 350, uh, I think it's going to take some time because there is a huge gap in just competition. Um, and especially, you see that gap, especially with offensive linemen when they come in, because skill position guys can come in and make a difference quick because they just have to be, if they're just fast and shifty and can have good moves, then they can make a name for themselves right away. But these offensive linemen got to be physical, and they're going up against... People who've been in a college weight room now for years. So I think when he gets down here, he's gonna have to shed some weight. He's at 350 right now. You'd like to see him get down to 330, 320, really. And he's just—he's probably gonna have to register a year on. If I'm being realistic, but I mean, down the road, I think he could be a real solid player. Just because that size you can't get anywhere else.
1: You can't teach size. Uh, speaking of size, I saw my guy Eric Gilbert. Uh, Eric Gilbert, excuse me. Uh, 2020 athlete out of Marietta. Uh, he's my number one ranked player in the state of Georgia for the 2020 class. Big dude. And um, he wants to play offense. He's a, a big time mismatch at the tight end. Big wide receiver spot. He can catch. Moves really well for his size. I thought he, he's got some good speed for 6'4", around that 230, 240 you know, range there. But his Position at the next level will probably be on defense. But I was able to see him Friday night, and he just gets better and better. Uh, He's still my number one player in that class. And then I saw B.J. Ogilari, the younger brother of uh, 2018 signing Aziz Ogilari, who I like a lot, uh, lean outside linebacker type. Made some plays. They went away from him uh, a good bit. But those are two 2020 guys who did impress that I saw Friday. Saturday, saw Ryan Davis, four-star linebacker commit. From the Orlando area. He came up and played at Milton High School uh in my neck of the woods. So got to see him play. And that dude he was a badass. He really was 6'3, 235, could run, had some quickness, loves to hit, physical kid. And he was it was fun watching him just be a leader and lead his team on the sidelines, off the sidelines. He was all hyped up. Um tons of energy that he brought to the team. And he was fun to watch. Lots of tackles. Um Hit the quarterback pretty hard a couple times, forced a fumble. Um, popped his shoulder out on, like, the second-to-last play of the game. Popped it right back in and gave me a great review, uh, excuse me, an update afterwards. And, so, yeah, I mean, two really good players there that I saw um, this weekend. So, obviously, they had a big group on the sidelines before the game. Lots of big commits and targets. The me and Brad uh, were able to see. Those are some big dudes, weren't they, Brad? Man. We try-
2: oh. yeah, big guys.
1: It was uh, Rylan Godey, uh four-star tight end. I mean, he's pushing 6'7", Brad. I know he was one of the tallest guys out there, right? Um, yeah, he was big. big he was a big dude. So um, big recruiting weekend, um, and we'll talk more about that later. Dylan, uh, who are you seeing Friday?
0: I have no idea. I might go out to see Broderick Jones again, um, okay. just go meet his parents. But so, so on Friday, Dylan's going to see someone. I'm
1: going to see J.D. Bertrand, uh, linebacker commit for george right now a uh, really good player always it will be good to see him again i've known him for years he's a big fan of dog post and rico powers a 2020 wide receiver that I, i'd like to check out but rico, me powers? rico powers that's
0: that's an all-name team we're gonna
1: have an, an all-name team that keeps growing and growing um but rico powers is in there so me and dylan are seeing guys friday night and then we're driving straight to columbia after and uh, we're gonna try to meet up with brad and dean where are you guys gonna be again brad friday night
2: that's a ludicrous concert.
1: Ludicrous, <laughs> Ying Yang Twins too. I'm I'm cool Ying. with Ying Yang Twins.
2: Nelly, Ludicrous, Ying Yang Twins, and there's another. I'm not sure. Maybe
0: Flow Rider.
1: Flow Rider. There we go. <laughs> <It's
0: laughs> Flow Flo Rider. My. That's God, awesome. Guys.
1: Listen, Nelly's still the man though. I was a big time Nelly fan. Still am. But man, when I was in like middle school and high school, Nelly was the guy. Yeah. Um, so
0: when I was in middle school, Flow Rider was the guy
1: it's it's florida. just florida right
0: well it's it's f-l-o space r-i-d-a so it's it's florida sure but it's flow right, he just trying called, called flow florida i
1: mean that's, <laughs> that's what it is that's where it's where he came from right he's, he's he's a florida dude but i mean he he's still not these atlanta rappers um that, that are the best yeah, of all yeah. time but Anyway, so y'all are going to see uh, some really good rap music. I would go see those guys before any of these these young bucks trying to get in the rap game nowadays. I don't understand it, but that's a really good concert. And then the big game, obviously, on Saturday, Georgia, South Carolina. Brad, you live in Columbia. You know this team as well as anyone. What are some of South Carolina's strengths and weaknesses?
2: All right, so All right, a little so back little backstory. I went to undergrad with Dean, almost went to Georgia um, for grad school with Dean. Uh, Dean Legge, who runs dog post. I stayed behind and went to South Carolina because I wanted to be close to my girlfriend who I haven't seen in 20 years now. Um, but <laughs> so when I went there, uh, that was the one in 21 stretch. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. Um, and I wasn't really a South Carolina fan until I went to school there and I started pulling for him. Um, when we were one in 21. So, uh, an, been, an original game. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> you, you bought low, sold high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so
2: when we when we went eight, nine, ten games, it's, it's a success. Uh, we haven't gotten to the point where we're um, looking forward to going to big bowls every year and going to the playoffs. Uh, I think we're there's a lot of optimism here. I know Will and his uh, crew are working really hard. We've got a lot of good recruits coming in. That was a really um, good hire. Really yeah, good. Oh, I know, yeah. I
1: know, a lot man. of people were hating on it a little bit. I think every South Carolina fan looking back is thinking that's a home run hire, and it definitely was. I, um,
0: I love Muschamp. When he was at Texas, man, I was just a kid. Oh, my God. I loved him, man. And I was dude picked. knows
1: how to coach, and he knows how to recruit. I mean, that was a really good hire. Um, let's talk about the team a little bit more. One of the parts about South Carolina that I like a lot is the wide receiver group. Um, They've got a lot of really talented receivers. Debo Samuel's probably the best receiver in the conference, one of the best in the country. I think he could be a first-round pick. Brian Edwards or Trey Smith, Shai Smith, uh, Smith, uh, Rendricas Davis, Keel Pollard, the list goes on and on. If there's one position group where the Gamecocks might have the edge, I think it's that group. Georgia has receivers who are faster and more explosive with your Mecole Hardman's. And Demetrius Robertson, but overall I think South Carolina has a better wide receiver group and it's a little bit deeper. Other than that, I think Georgia has the edge on all the position groups. Um, Dylan, Brad, yep, anything to comment there? Do y'all agree, disagree? What else do y'all like about South Carolina?
0: I mean, well, I think the biggest thing to consider is just that I think the real advantage Georgia has is depth. Right. So I don't you won't see the benefit of that, I think, in the first half as much. And that's why I think Going into halftime, I think it could be a real close game. But I think in the second half, end of the third quarter and fourth quarter, that's when the depth will start to show that Georgia has.
2: I probably tend to agree with everything except for maybe the score part. Um, so last year it was a 10-point game. And, uh, you know, we haven't really lost anybody except uh, Hayden, Hayden Hurst was a, a big loss. Um, he was, I think he was underutilized at tight end position. And he he is absolutely killing it in uh, preseason. Injured now, but he'll be back. He was a very good player. We're gonna miss him a lot. We do Definitely. have some. We, we do have some good tight ends um, still on campus. The weapons are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it was a it was a relatively close game last year at Georgia. Um, I saw this morning. I listened to a lot of local radio here. <clears throat> Jake Fromm and Five True regular season away games, averages 136 yards a game. He's got eight TDs and five picks. So he does have a little bit of trouble taking it, you know, playing on the road, kind of counting on that to help us. If, if, if it's going to happen, I think it will have to be the, the biggest liability that y'all have, I think is the quarterback's road uh, experience and his, um, you know, just his performance on the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. It's just going to be, it's just going to be hard to match up over that that amount of time with UGA's yeah. roster with the depth. and yeah, it's going, to be going back a close game, I think. But I, I think at the end, UGA will probably slip away and um, go home with a victory.
1: I don't know what the line is. I'm I'm saying Georgia thirty-one twenty-three. I think the win by eight. I think it's a fourth I quarter think, game. The I really do. Last time
0: did. I checked, the line was at nine and a half. Something okay. Something like that. Which gotcha. I, I think is a little high. I think it'll. Yeah. I think I think little just, high for me. Yeah. Um. I think it'll be probably closer than that.
1: It's um, going to be hot. to it be especially. Wild. It's always tough to play over there. Um. But I think it, I do think it's a fourth quarter game and. Georgia edges it out with a late touchdown at the end. But one thing Georgia's going to have to do is use that speed. They're going to have to tire down South Carolina's defense. Miko Harmon needs to get his touches. Demetrius Robertson, get these fast, speedy guys the ball and wear out South Carolina's defense. Well, what do you all think I Georgia mean, needs to do?
0: I think, uh, you're speaking of speed, I think that's almost why like the James Cook suspension will be like kind of a good thing because he won't play at all in the first half And the second half will be completely fresh, ready to go. And I guarantee you they will use him several times early on in that third quarter um, just to try and create a big play.
1: Yeah. yeah. Brad, talk about South Carolina's defense real quick. I mean, what do they bring to the table? What are their strengths and weaknesses? I don't know a ton about South Carolina's defense. I do like their offense. But is there any way – do you think South Carolina can slow Georgia down?
2: (sighs) Well – They only gave up 15 points last week, but they gave up – their starting quarterback was 11 of 13 for 91 yards. You can't – you can't give up that high of a percentage of uh, passing attempts. I mean, mean, that's something we can't have. They also rushed for over 100 yards against us. Listen, I don't know. A lot of this defense – Devon Kinlaw came back this week, this year, looking like a total beast. He dropped some weight. And, uh, I mean, he just – he looks the part. Um, certainly expect high things from him. I think he'll be um, – I think he'll be good. The only problem is that's only one end. Um, so, we've got a lot of question marks. Those DBs, I don't know. It seems like the, the, a few years uh, previous from this one, we've been playing so far back off receivers because we don't have the ability to close. So we have to let them, you know, catch the ball in front of us so we don't give up the big play. I'm not sure if that's still the strategy here. Um, South Carolina was notorious for letting teams run up and down the field, and then inside the 20 getting stopped. Uh, you know, can't rely on that and win a lot of games. Um, so I'm hoping that these these uh, younger DBs will will be, um, you know, perform a little better than the ones we just graduated yeah. Also, our safety is going to be a concern. We don't necessarily have a true safety, playing safety. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's it's just not there yet, man. It's yeah. just not there yet. The guys we do have, are they have a lot of motivation, a lot of heart, and I don't think anybody's going to outplay them, out-effort out them. I just don't know that the talent's there yet. Um, also, well, big question mark, DJ Warnham, what I understood from the radio this morning, local uh, 1075 here this morning he was in a cast that's, an that's not good kid. we can't have we can't be missing him they now they're saying they're going to cut the cast off and he's going to play uh, but you, I mean you're talking about a cast
0: yeah that's serious.
1: Move, this game move. means a lot to him because that's another recruit who Georgia didn't really recruit they went after guys they thought were better he goes to South Carolina plays really really well so he more than anyone on that team i think wants to to beat georgia as bad as anyone so he's going to want to get out there but that, that doesn't look really good um from his perspective there i think this could be a a, a game of turnovers you can't turn the ball over especially if you're georgia dylan you think georgia turns the ball over much in this game if at all i mean you see one or two how mm-hmm. do you think you know jake Fromm is going to play in this environment
0: I wouldn't be surprised if we saw one turnover, whether it was, you know, I could see Jake throwing one interception. That's just going to be a hard place to play, just maybe getting flustered at one point um, and making a risky pass. And, or I could also see something like um, one of the receivers, because they, they got a lot of thin receivers, Terry Godwin, Miko Hardman, Right, right. They're not all that big a guy, so I could see him maybe getting a catch, turning, and just getting it knocked loose on a quick hit. Um so I wouldn't be surprised to see one turnover. Uh, I could see Georgia also. I think the defense is good. I could see him forcing one or maybe even two turnovers.
1: Yeah, they're going to have to get after him. DeAndre Walker it really needs to step up and have his moment in, in the spotlight and really get after they, they have uh, been, Jake Bentley.
0: They have been pushing him hard in practice. You'll see uh, Kirby will go up to him while he's working. He goes, do you want – you don't have a – you didn't have a strip sack last year. You don't have any fumbles. No forcing fumbles. And so they're, they've been getting on him about that, and they want to see that from him this season.
1: And We've talked a little bit about this before. It looks like he's gotten bigger physically. I hope he, he hasn't lost yeah. that acceleration and that, that get up that he had because he was you – know, his first step is amazing, probably the best on the team last year, definitely this year. Hopefully he hasn't lost any of that explosion because he does look a lot bigger than he did last year. So I know you're out there at practice. You know anyone else you think is poised for a big game, Dylan?
0: Mm, I think this. I don't know if he's poised for a big game, but I think this could be a real good chance for DeAndre Baker to showcase what he has um, to NFL teams. I think this is one game that they're going to be watching him hard because he's probably going to be going up straight up against Depot.
1: Debo's really good. Yeah. I mean, that's gonna be a really good matchup. Um, let's go to predictions. Uh, why not? Uh, Brad, what what's the score in the game? Oh
2: I think South Carolina's gonna score some points and lose a close one. 41 38. Oh wow. wow that's, that's a
1: it's an old school Georgia South Carolina game. I mean, they've had a couple low scoring ones, but uh yeah, yeah. that'd be that would be fun. That'd be up and down. That would be a fun game to watch. Your, Brad's going a little high scoring. Um, Dylan, what about you?
0: Um, So I looked up, the, the line right now is at 10 points straight. So Vegas likes Georgia, and that's quite a bit. But yeah. um, I think, I'm thinking probably 31, 24. I think that's probably a pretty realistic. Um, I think it might even look closer than that. But, yeah, I yeah.
2: think.
1: Yeah, again, I think it's going to be a fourth-quarter game, probably 31-23. I think Georgia wins by eight, but it's going to be tough. I think South Carolina, they're ranked 24 right now, if I'm not mistaken. I think they're a little better than that, uh, but we'll see. Obviously, one of the best games of the week. Um, kind of a not such a great uh, week of games. Uh, Dylan, who are some of the other games that uh, people should know about and keep a close eye on this week?
0: Um I think really, like, just looking at the schedule, um, I think probably the best game is USC at Stanford. Okay. I think that would be a fun game to watch. Uh,
2: what time is that kickoff,
0: you know? Probably late. Let me see. Um, yeah, I would think if it's if it's West Coast, I think it, it's at Stanford. So Good. Probably, yeah, we could probably watch it after. Um, well,
1: we we got to get a little Texas uh, football in here. The Clemson Tigers, uh, who should be starting, my guy Trevor Lawrence. He played well last week. He's really good. I've been saying it for four-something years now. Dude, I think the guy's going to be a pro bowler one day, and I've I've been saying it, and uh, he's making me look right. But Clemson at Texas A&M, defense travels. As we know, Clemson's defense is really good. I think they get the job done over uh, in Aggie Land. Obviously, Dylan, uh, big Clemson fan this weekend. Uh, what do you think is going to happen?
0: I mean, obviously, I was wrong about the Northwestern State thing. I really thought they were, they I thought they were going to pull off the upset there. But um, this time, I'm, I'm confident in Clemson. I think they probably win 55-3. Uh, not actually, though. I, I honestly think, and I hate saying this, I think it's going to be a tough game for Clemson. Um, Aggieland is tough, and I know that all the fans there, including the core – is going to show up and be way too annoying to Clemson for them to be focused and have a good game. I think Clemson pulls it out, but I think it's going to be a tough
1: one for them. Low-scoring game?
0: Yeah, I I think so. I don't think
1: Texas A&M is going to score a whole bunch. No.
0: Uh,
1: And Kelly Bryant is not going to light up the scoreboard against anyone. Um, So I I do like Clemson. Dylan, you do too. Brad, can the Aggies pull off the upset? I hate Clemson.
2: Um, yeah, so just, just to let the world know, Clemson's buying players with this mega church money. Um, they say it's a conspiracy theory, but uh, it's actually true, and they're going to be um, getting that national title stripped uh, in the next couple of years. I just want to let everybody know that. The, Breaking uh, act- news.
1: Breaking news from Brad on Dogpost.
2: There you, go. There you um, go. So, yeah. Actually, Texas a ms offense looked pretty good this week, so I'm I think it's going to be a little bit higher scoring than than we realize. Uh, I think, of course, Clemson
0: somehow wins and somehow goes to the playoffs again. And I have to hear it from all my idiot friends. What do you mean somehow goes like as if they didn't deserve it? Well, that
1: schedule. No a man, week. that schedule they can walk through. Yeah, they
0: especially-
2: They lost to Syracuse and NC State had a chip shot field goal to give them their second loss, and they missed it. Yep. That's what I'm talking
1: about. Little, They always have a little bit of luck go their way, and then when they do get blown out by a Syracuse, people just turn their head and pretend like it never happened. So I, I, I get the frustration. Real quick, Brad, Clemson is obviously South Carolina's biggest rival. How far is Georgia? I feel like Georgia's number two and a close number two. I feel like a lot of South Carolina people hate Georgia, but Clemson's definitely number one. Is Georgia right behind Clemson, or is there a pretty big gap in the rivalry?
2: No, South Carolina hates Clemson. South Carolina hates Florida. South Carolina hates Tennessee. Um, the the Georgia game is has always been super fun to uh, to me. I've never seen the fan bases get too crazy with each other. Normally, it's okay. a lot of mixing up, mixing in the uh, tailgate and the parking lots yeah. at the state fair and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, it's at, you know, when you're down like sixty games in a in in a rivalry, it's hard to be, uh, you know. Super competitive super uh, competitive, or angry at the other schools. At, right.
0: sorry, at Texas A and M. Just about Texas and Texas A and M. They don't okay. understand uh, that. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. down way far in that series. Gotcha. Well, yeah.
2: So
0: Speak. Texas A and M came to
2: when we played it. We had them here. Was it two two years ago? I think. Um, so that they at midnight, like four hundred of their fans yep. stood on our state house steps and did uh, some yep. kind of stupid chant.
0: Yep, yep. Sounds yeah, I, Sounds like an Aggie fan base, man. <laughs> I was
2: uh, like, what the hell? That is that is about the most disrespectful thing you can do. And so, yeah, I hate them too.
1: Uh, Dylan, your uh, Longhorns had a really bad loss. That was a really bad loss something. to Maryland. Question of the day, do they come back and get a win against Tulsa? I mean, it's, you, you can't they, just... Make it a guaranteed win, I mean... Kidding. If they
0: don't beat Tulsa, then there is a serious issue within that program.
1: There already is, Dylan. They've had a serious issue in that program for years for now. Like almost a From a national now. standpoint.
0: No yeah. one respects
1: the Texas Longhorns right now, and they haven't for years. They're going to beat Tulsa.
0: They're, They're going be... Be... to beat Tulsa. They're going to be alright. Um, the biggest question is how it's going to go when they play USC the following week, but... We'll get to that when that comes.
1: We'll get to uh,
2: that. Um,
0: hang on. You, the, you said they play USC. I didn't know we played
2: them.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> Classic, Brad. Brad, we're so glad you're here. Any last-minute thoughts, guys, before we wrap this up?
0: Um, Is Herm Edwards going to get the upset over Sparty, over your playoff pick, Michigan State? Uh, I like that receiver they got. I'm not all in on
1: Arizona State just yet, but Michigan State looked really bad. They they didn't look great yeah. at all uh, opening weekend. I look like an idiot for saying they'll make the playoffs. I'm, I'm <laughs> you know I'm not going to back off that right now. They'll get it together. I don't like Michigan State, never have, but I thought that they, I thought this would be their year. Still could be. I think they get the win over Arizona State though. What do you guys think?
0: I don't believe in Herm Edwards. I I thought that was just kind of a hype pick higher.
1: It definitely uh, was. You're right.
0: Yeah. I mean like it. You know he did pretty well in his time in the NFL. Like,
1: he's not going to be able to recruit. Ten, he's ten, not, he's yeah, that be, was
0: like this is just he'll last
1: a year or two maybe.
0: Like, first of all, just football in general has changed, and he was coaching in the NFL back then. Like, has just a been a huge change since he last coached. First of all, and since like in the just in the college realm too. Gotcha.
2: Right, yeah, do? it's this two. There's. Way too much energy demanded of a college coach for Herm Edwards. Yeah.
1: I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Are there any other SEC games noteworthy? Is it just Georgia, South Carolina? I'm trying to look at the schedule now. I mean, is there anything else um, in, in the conference going is, on?
0: Uh, Florida, Kentucky? Kind of
1: yeah. Uh, um, is this the year Kentucky beats Florida?
0: Florida's favored by 14. <sighs> I don't yeah. know
1: why Florida's number 25. Maybe yeah, that's, that's just little... me.
0: Well, That's it's it's really like wild. it's kind of like why Tex, like why was Texas twenty three? Um, it's yeah.
1: just um, you don't really know in week two, but it's just
2: what them. you do every year. You just yeah. go ahead and rank them and let them loose I certainly don't think they're going to be that great this year, but you never know. That's why we play these games.
1: I, I'm still under the impression that Kentucky will never beat Florida. They'll play for h- another hundred years, and Kentucky will never beat Florida. That's just one of those matchups. Where I mean. Kentucky could play their absolute best, and they still will find a way to lose to Florida. Um, But that will definitely be a game worth watching. So, um, Any other final thoughts, Dylan? You want to take us home?
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't really have much else to say. Um,
1: Cool. Um, Yeah, 3.30, CBS, Georgia, South Carolina. Brad, thanks for joining us. Any last thoughts? Uh, Go Cox!
0: I'm sorry for anyone who's having to sit in the stands or will be on the field for that game. Yeah, that is going to yeah. Be burning yeah i please, heard it's
2: going to be about 100 degrees and there's going to be a sandstorm coming
0: oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's time to end this one brad thanks for joining us man it's been fun um uh, thanks, thanks everyone for listening yeah next week we'll do it the same next time week. Next week. Yep. see you guys